All right. Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And this show is for anyone that has a strong passion, a super strong passion for making people healthier in this world. And I'm really enthused to have Brian Carlson on this show. So Brian's doing some great stuff in health. He's done some great stuff in, in patient health and patient experience. He is currently the vice president of patient experience at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. And I'm really enthused to have him on the show. I'm not going to steal his thunder, but Brian, welcome to the show. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm great, Brian. I'm great. Thanks for peeling off time to do this with me and to, you know, share, share your story, share your truth, share, you know, where you've been. Um, so thank you for being on, on the show and for carving out time, uh, Brian. As you know, we, we love origin stories to kick off. We love to hear the, the, you know, the series of events that led a person to become who they are. So would love for you, Brian, to tell us a little bit about your background and kind of what, what led you to where you're at today. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm a, a fan of the show, so I appreciate being here. I've had the opportunity to listen to some other origin stories, and I always appreciate hearing where, where people come from and, and how they got where they are and what they're trying to do. So thank you for that. Um, so I was, was very traditional in my path, you know, college, graduate degree, so on and so forth. I think what, what made me a little unique is, is in college, I was interested in being a physician. So something I'd always had a, had a drive to do or an interest in and uh, in college, went to a liberal arts school in Ohio and, and got interested in some of the social sciences, mainly psychology, and really fell in love with psych. Everyone should take psychology courses. It's, <laughs> it's an absolute need, in, in my opinion. Nice. So, um, you know, and, and in, in pre-med, it's very regimented. You got to do this, then, this, then, this, then. So I got a little off track and decided, you know what? maybe I should just link these two. And I had a, a friend who was an administrator in a hospital, a neighbor actually, and uh, talking to him one day and he said, hey, why don't you come in and see what I do? And it's pretty interesting. So next thing you know, I'm applying for graduate school to go uh, into hospital and health administration. So um, I've done that. Uh, and mm. over the, since I started my career, I've, I've mostly worked on the operation side of the outpatient settings, so medical group practice, uh, running physician group practices, um, which I believe is, is, it already is, the future of healthcare. That's where the majority of interactions for people's health occurs is in the outpatient setting rather than the inpatient setting. So um, did that for several years and then transitioned into this patient experience role when it came open back, uh, back in 2014 here at Vanderbilt. Uh, I was, came to Vanderbilt in 2007 mm -hmm. um, and really didn't know I had a passion for it, but it, it kind of is one of those stories where it just fell in line. And it's 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 been a it's been a great uh, experience for me, and I feel like I'm contributing not only to uh, you know the the health of the patients who come here at the medical center, the patients we see, but also my colleagues and coworkers. Um, I'm a firm believer in in happy employees equal happy patients. I love it. I love it. Well, this is great, Brian. I really appreciate your background and what led you to where you're at, and you know the very uniqueness of of how you evolved and grown and, and really transformed into the, the professional you are and the focus that you're doing right now. Um, I'd love to hear along those lines, I'd love to hear a little bit about what has you passionate and fixated in, in the field of health right now. Obviously you're seeing a lot, you're doing a lot in health and probably focusing on, you know, personalized care, personalized experiences, uh, you know, bringing a consumerized element probably not to put pressure on you there, but uh, <laughs> love to hear about what has your fixation. Right. Yeah. Tell me about what's going on in the present. Yeah. Well, consumerism in healthcare is here. And um, what excites me is the fact that 
we individually, each of us, are taking, wanting to take more and more control of our health, um, be actively engaged in, in, in how we care for ourselves. Um, and that requires partnership and relationship with, with your care providers. Um, and uh, on, the, on the population side, you know, we're driving that by becoming more engaged, wanting data, wanting to know what's going on with ourselves, Google searches, you know, mm -hmm. apps, all of that kind of stuff. And then on the care provider side, it's forcing us to evolve where, you know, the patient is part of the care team. And, um, and you're probably thinking, well, duh, of course they're part of the care team. But, mm -hmm. you know, I think that historically medicine has operated in a, in a field of, of paternalism where we, we listen and, and we want to know the history, but we know what's best and we'll tell you what to do and you go do it. Right. We'll think there's very much a place for that. But people want choices. They want to know, mm -hmm. you know, give me some, give me some options. So let's work together on this. And I think that's forcing how we uh, change the the delivery models. And and thus, you know, one of the things you mentioned was personalized care. It, it's going to get to the point of each individual is unique and of themselves. And how do we personalize the care uh, for for what they need? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Now, um, Brian, this is powerful. What you're you're mentioning here, and it's. Uh, it's very resounding of, of a lot of sentiments that, that are happening out in the marketplace. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about some of these things you're talking about, maybe some illustrations or some examples or day in the life of, of some of the phenomena you're mentioning or yeah. you know, technologies and mindset, if you can, if, if you have a couple of examples to share. Absolutely. Well, I think the, the most profound is, is personalized medicine. And that, mm -hmm. is a, that is an area of focus here at Vanderbilt. We're on the, the cutting edge of, of genomics and, and personalized medicine. And think of it this way. Um, today, you go to the doctor and you have a condition and they prescribe you medicine to, to make you feel better. Well, how about in the future if, because there's so many medications now available and so many advances going on in that field. How about in the future if we have a, a mapping of your, your genome and we know that based on your genetic makeup, that in the future, this medicine may not work for you, may not be the best for you. So rather than prescribing it and taking a, you know, does it work, does it not work? In the future, we'll, we'll know with better certainty this medicine is going to work for you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't get much more personalized than that. And, and that is like the, the science side of, of the equation. Mm -hmm. The consumer side of the equation, another thing that we're doing is we're, we are working hard to ensure that we have the complete profiles of the patients who, who come to see us. Mm -hmm. So that when people walk through the door, it's not like we've never seen you before. We have no idea who you are, but mm. we remember who you are. We remember why you came to us and remember where, where you came in yesterday. And I think that something you're going to be seeing, it's already in the healthcare space, but I think become even more prevalent in the healthcare space is the use of, of CRM tools. Yeah, that's been on the mm. consumer side for years and years and years and years, and it's, it's new in healthcare. But it's really a way for us to bring in one view. Here's what's going on with, with our consumers, with our patients. And thus, we can start to tailor more personalized interactions with them than we have in the past. I love it. I love it, Brian. No, I, I really appreciate that um, illustration example. And um, it's exciting to see the convergence of a few things, right? Your passion, your experience, um, and then obviously focusing on patient engagement um, and we're starting to see a lot of these, you know, concepts, these CRM focuses um, in an interesting time in healthcare. You're doing that at Vanderbilt, which is obviously a top institution, top medical medical unit, medical medical center and hospital. But most importantly, um, almost like in the healthcare capital of the world, right? You know, oh, yeah. consider Nashville the, the 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 ground zero for 
healthcare and healthcare innovation. So, so many different factors you have going in your favor uh, and, and kudos to you for, for being at the center of that, Brian. Um, which which uh, goes into kind of a little bit of my next question with, um, you know, in, in a leadership role of what you're doing in healthcare, um, it probably takes a lot of <laughs> resilience to stay healthy and well. Well, I'd love to hear a little bit on, the, on a personal standpoint, what are some things you do to keep your own engine running and to stay in optimal well-being on a, on a daily, weekly basis? So maybe I'd love to hear, I, I love hearing about the rituals and habits, uh, the day in the life of people. Um, yeah. Well, I, I wish I could say I have outstanding rituals and habits that I do every <laughs> single day. Um, no green beret training but, every day? <laughs> <laughs> not quite, not quite. But um, so a, a couple things. One is um, I enjoy you know getting outdoors and, and just taking a walk. I uh, Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not a, a runner. I just, it's not something I enjoy, but I do enjoy the exercise of just, mm-hmm. of just walking and, and, and being outdoors. I do love to, to play golf as well. And when I can do it, I'll carry my bag rather than taking a cart, um, which gives a pretty good exercise when you're going up and down those hills, carting a, a golf bag on your back. And I think the, the last thing which I come in and out of, but I, I am becoming more and more in tune with its need is just, is just de- disconnecting and being and practicing mindfulness meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, is taking a pause and centering yourself within the moment, what's going on, where are you at and, and taking that deep breath. Mm. Cause there's so many, there's so many extraneous, uh, so much extraneous noise these days of, of things going on that you can get distracted very easily. And it just, it, it almost becomes a cloud in the head. Right. And mm-hmm. so if you can get all that stuff out, it brings clarity. I love it. I love it. Now, Brian, it's super, super powerful. Obviously, it's about the simple things. It's, it's fascinating to see. Um, obviously, you've probably been consistent in these habits, you know, for quite some time. But obviously, I think uh, society's re-catching on, on what's in vogue, right? Moving, breathing, mm-hmm. being still, um, being mindful. Um, these, these are the core essential elements that if we do them consistently, they'll, they'll keep us out of the hospital, right? And uh, that's, that's, there's nothing more important than, than, you know, obviously the, the fundamentals of, of health and well-being, like you're mentioning and, and exhibiting. And uh, Brian, along those lines, so, you know, going back a little bit to the, the foundational elements of patient engagement, CRM concepts, personalization, and obviously what we're talking about here is just, you know, good well-being. Well-being is everything, as, as you and I would probably agree. Um, tell me a little bit about where these things are going in the future. So, you know, future-focused fo- um What's setting ourselves up for a firm foundation for the future of health? Or I guess said another way, Brian, tell me about the future of health uh, according to Brian. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll do this. I'll answer it two ways, an internal and an external one. Okay. So the external one is uh, I think that we are, um, we have so much data at our fingertips. And an exciting part is the growing space of, of AI in healthcare and our ability to use collective data to to say, if this occurs, there's a likelihood this could occur in the future for this individual or this group of patients, so on and so forth. So I, I, I think that we're just starting to tap into the power of that data more and more healthcare. And I think that is gonna drive so many discoveries and also tailor personalization more even more so than I, that I touched on earlier. So that's the, that's the external uh, excitement I have. The internal one is is I think that uh, most people would agree that we have you know an ongoing um, developing situation within healthcare and probably across other industries of just of, you brought up the term burnout 
and, and our workforce is, is, is struggling. We have a lot of pressures. Um, there's, there's, uh, you know, healthcare is a calling to begin with. You're caring for an individual. It's a stressful situation. And then there's so much added on top of that of volumes and charts and metrics to meet and financial bottom lines and so on and so forth that I think that all of us that work in the space are, are really, you know, burning at both ends. And I think that one of the things I predict we're going to start seeing in the next couple of years is, you know, how you have those top five, you know, things that keep CEOs up, up at night <laughs> right? Um, or at the end of the year, culture is going to start appearing, how mm. we do our work. Mm. And um, because it, it is, you know, culture is just how we do our work on a daily basis, but healthcare is a team support, it's mm. team sport. And we um, need to, be mindful and stay focused on our ability to work together effectively as teams. Mm. And those experiences we have with the teams, with each other, can translate to the experiences we have with the patients that we interact with on a daily basis. So if we have a bad interaction with a colleague or something doesn't get done, we may wear that on our shoulder and mm -hmm. patients can pick up on that. And then you have to ask yourself, what effect is that having on them and their outcomes? I would, I would say probably a lot. Um, mm. because our experiences are, are interrelated. So that culture aspect and support we need for our workforce, the tools they need to do their jobs, the support they need is still going to be so vitally important. Mm. Mm. Brian, now well said and well, you know, great, great framework, I, I think, and, and most importantly, mental model, for which I greatly appreciate for, for setting up um, the future that we're arriving towards. And I see us going towards, you know, this vision you're outlining, uh, Brian. So super powerful. Um, thank you for that. And um, my, so I want to be sensitive to your time, Brian. Uh, one, one of the last, uh, you know, questions we always ask is, you know, outreach, right? And uh, like, how can people get a hold of you? So as you do more things, more great things in where you're doing and, you know, above and beyond, um, and some of our listeners would like to get a hold of you, what would be mm -hmm. a good way to do so on social media or directly if you'd like any of that to happen? Sure. I, I mean, the best way is through LinkedIn. Um, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I try to keep my profile update. I'm, I'm becoming uh, more intentional about, you know, contributing articles or posts uh, in that space. Mm. So I think that, you know, my LinkedIn, LinkedIn profile, Brian uh, R. Carlson in Nashville um, at, at Vanderbilt would probably be the best way. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this has been super powerful, Brian. I really appreciate your background what led you to become the person you are, your origin story, your passions and health, and for outlining a really great foundation of the future. And, and of course, most importantly, just sharing also your personal well-being habits that kind of keep you going, keep you growing. Obviously, as you know, being in health and well-being, those around us uh, look at what we do and, you know, sets a tone and example. So it's great that you're leading the charge by example. Um, and to our listeners out there, this is the Pop Health Show. The show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. Uh, Brian, thank you so much. Uh, this was great. Thank you very much. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Brian. Really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs>